Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful relief. It's just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I don't know if our audience knows this. I'm a virgin. (laughs) Oh, that's the wrong one. I'm so sorry. (laughs) This is a real conversation her and I would have over dinner. And I'm going to probably be tempted to like cut a lot of this out, but I don't think we will. Let's talk about the time that you and I said I love you. Hello, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I am your host, Janine Mapola. And I am your co-host? co-husband host, soon to be. Mr. Happy and Healthy. Mr. Some would say the greatest that ha- Happy and Healthy has ever seen before. The only Happy and Healthy you've seen. I never brought a dude on the show before that I was dating. You know, every day I go to the Happy and Healthy account and I click on who you follow. And I'm just so honored that I'm one of three. One of two. <laughs> Who are the other people? You. Oh, yeah. It's Janine and Caleb. Uh, By the way, we have a conjoined account. You guys should check that out. We post on there a lot. Actually, Caleb posts on there a lot. Dude, I love love this podcast. So do I. It's my favorite thing I I do. Genuinely, there's nothing I love more than this right here. This podcast, sitting down with you. Yeah. But more importantly, I love, like, everybody who listens to it. Me too. It is the coolest thing. They are some loyal awesome people and we truly appreciate you guys and i want to say i appreciate the people that are monthly donating to this podcast let me tell you running a podcast is not cheap (laughs) so thank you for donating monthly if you are if we ever got into like a beef or like a war with somebody i feel like we'd have our army that would unite around us y'all would go to bat for us and i know that because literally y'all this week like okay so we're getting married in literally five days so crazy we're gonna talk about that the amount of dms i've gotten this past week of people being like jay i've been following you since you were in high school since you were in college i've watched your story your journey it just means the world to me i'm like people have literally watched me go through everything it's so cool thank you guys it literally from the bottom of my heart And honestly, thank you for, you know, you guys had already been watching for listening and watching for a while before I even came to the picture, you know, last year, almost last year. 
yeah uh, about eight months ago and uh to see where we're at today um it's just insane and we have a lot of exciting announcements you know coming up and uh we'll, we'll probably announce a lot of it in january um yep for this podcast but guys we love you we love your comments we like your DMs on Janine and Caleb, our account. Yes. I go through them regular, regularly. Re- so regularly. Uh, there's a good chance. There's an there's a 80, 90% chance we will respond to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we just we, we want y'all to know that uh, we love you. We're a people for the people. Come on. Thank you, guys. What are we, uh, what are we talking about today? That we're five days out from the wedding. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? You feeling nervous? No, I'm excited. This we posted when we're on our yeah, honeymoon. Yeah, literally by the time that you guys see this, we're going to be on our honeymoon. We're already married. So, okay, it's actually kind of funny. Doing things. N- Shh, don't say that. Bible talk. Bible reading. Solemn. solemn. We're going to be reading the Bible. We're going to be reading the book of Solomon. Sol- we're going to be. What, what's the. Song uh, of Solomon. Song of Solomon. Song of Songs. Other Dude, one. I had that. Wait, I was going to say something really fast. Well, hang on you a cut second. me off. I added that to the Spotify playlist. What one? When we get to St. Lucia. What Song is it? Song of Solomon's. Unbelievable. I didn't know you had a playlist. Stop that. Don't out us. <laughs> okay. By the time you guys see this, obviously we were like a little discreet about the wedding date. Sorry. That was really annoying. Um, our wedding date is 11 to 12, 23. And a lot of people thought it was going to be 11 and 11. Listen, that's the number we one tried. guess. We, we tried. tried. It just wasn't possible. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of other people who want to get married on 11 11. And how dare they I know. take that Cancel date. your wedding. I'm just kidding. We should have. We should have protested. Yeah. We really tried to get 11 11. And so I had some people be like, why would you pick 11, 12? Look, I didn't pick it, but. I feel bad for the people who have to go to work on Monday. I know. I'm but so sorry. But the wedding ends at 10. Yeah. It worked out perfect, though. It did. So after we get married, when we get back from a honeymoon, we'll have more podcasts of like talking about the wedding and all that stuff. Um, and we're really excited. So this is the, the episode before the wedding. So mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about engagement, stories we never shared in dating, some engagement thoughts, wedding thoughts, things we're excited for. And now you guys know the official wedding date, finally. Yeah. And then also, you know, things we're nervous about. We'll talk about that. About too. the wedding? Just in general. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Because I feel like the biggest thing is, you know, when you date, you know, the Christian way, you don't do anything. I mean, you don't live together. You don't sleep together. You know, uh, yeah. I understand that people make mistakes in dating and stuff. But for us, our story is, is that we have waited and you kind of go zero to a hundred real quick, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you get married. And so that's going to be really interesting to like go from, um, you know, being holy saints. No, I'm kidding. We, <laughs> you know, we weren't perfect, but, um, we did pretty dang good. Though. We did good. I'm really proud of us. We did good. You know, it's funny. Like, I don't know if our audience knows this. I'll just, I'll say it. I, I'm a virgin. I've, Wait. <laughs> oh, that's oh. the wrong one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> that's gonna get clipped. <laughs> You're, that's gonna get clipped so bad. That's I didn't mean to do that. I meant to put the cheering one. So uh, I'm yes, so proud of you, babe. I am a virgin. Um, it, it's actually the funniest thing is a lot of people don't believe me. I've been a lot of people told me I, I've, we've had some haters in your life. Yeah, a lot of people are like yeah, I don't believe him. He's lying. I don't believe him. You know I'm a virgin because like. I know you're a virgin. She's been with me long enough to know like virgins do virgin things, and uh, <laughs> that should be your shirt. What I have a I have we have a um you know I have something to tell you guys. So Janine and I did kiss in dating. You know that that's a uh, controversial subject, but we did kiss. Wait, that is. I think a lot. Of, I think some people might say you probably shouldn't make out or kiss. I mean, we don't really make. We have. We used to in the a begin- lot more in the beginning. And then we were like, Whoa. we're like, yeah, like this doesn't lead to anything good. Mm-hmm. But um, I was a bad kisser. 
I learned in the beginning of our relationship. I uh, guess who taught him? Well, present. Yeah. <laughs> so like virgins give off, you know, you can't you can't fake it for so long until like your f- true character shows itself. Yeah. Um, but th- that's something that you know when we get married, it's like zero to a hundred. So there are a lot of those aspects of things. There's a lot of expectations. You know, from um, Christians who are getting married. And so there's, this is going to be, this is huge. It's, it's going to be a really a fun transition. Step. It's a big step. But you know what's funny? But you know who's excited? Us? Me. Uh, yeah, as you should be. So, okay, this is actually funny because we know we were talking at the beginning, like we love our, you know, our fans, people that are supporting us. I hate the word fans. I don't yeah, like that. I don't like fans. Our followers. Our community. No. Our community, our friends, our family. Our warriors, man. But on top of that, we also got some haters. We do got some haters. And the haters, be, be, this is what they keep saying. I refuse to believe that you guys don't sleep together. Well, I refuse to they, believe. They, they s- just keep they coming. Say, they say three things. They say, there's no way that y'all spend this much time together, which mm-hmm. we do every day. Yep. This much time together and don't sleep together. It's like, okay. Yep. Well, you don't know. Number two, we get. Um, um, they really genuinely think that we're not sleeping in the same bed or we're not having sex. Yeah, there's another thing. I forgot what it was. Oh, it's like, uh, what was it? There was an, there's another thing that people always say. Anyway, there are things that, what, was, what, what were, was it? What were we going with this? I was just talking about how the haters, but about purity and we're about to get married. Yeah, but it's so it's so interesting. Like, we, Oh, you were talking about our first kiss? Yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. But it's so interesting that like, we had accountability. Like this, like doing it God's way. Is not easy. And a lot of times, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, it's not fun. Yep. And it sucks that we went through so much like self-control and had to do all of this. And like, it sucks to have like doubters when you know how much work you put into it. Yeah. It almost made me want to put surveillance cameras in the house and just go <laughs> and live. send them the footage? No, just go live 24-7. We can start streaming our entire relationship. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> to, so people know we're, uh, we're good. Hey, I got nothing to prove. I've said that in the past podcast because... I know that, you know, what really matters is that you can stand before the Lord one day and be like, God, I followed you and I finished well. But dude, some people just really be doubting us. I'm like, I just think it's annoying because it's like, we really fight for this. And it's frustrating when someone just doesn't believe you. And it's like, obviously I get it. It doesn't make sense where you're like, there's literally no way, but I keep telling you guys over and over it's possible when you have accountability, you both are surrendered to Christ. You've decided from day one. This is what we're doing, and that's what we decided. Yeah, it's possible. Just, um, it's hard. It's very difficult, especially if you date for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't get married earlier or engaged shorter because of sex or not any, at all. any of those things. Um, but I will say, like, don't, if you if you know you, that you know that you know, I think even past, like, what God says, like, just on a, just on a, on just a neutral ground, you know, faith or no faith, when you start when you start having sex in a, in a relationship, it clouds it. It you know? changes things. It changes yeah. things. So, anyways, yeah. I feel like a lot of guys who aren't walking with the Lord probably don't like me being on this podcast because I'm talking to mainly women. I'd say 90% are women. And if you're a guy listening to this, that's welcome. My, you're my guy. Um, but I feel like they're going to get mad at me when I say this because I'm looking at y'all and be like, hey, don't give guys... I think there's a new wave. I'm like, let's not give guys the satisfaction that you, girls are going to be easy. We're not just going to give ourselves over to anybody besides our husband. Tell them. And you don't want to be that girl who is in the locker room conversations, who 
is is um you know just will let any man take advantage of you it's like i i just i want it so desperately for you to just to like regain that mm-hmm. and like not i don't even i don't i hate saying like don't be easy that like, because that sounds so mean but i just like you're worth more you have so much value and don't let a freaking dork who's scrawny or muscular or whatever he looks like take control of you and manipulate you and take advantage of you. I just get so ticked off when I yeah, see it. Yeah, you preach I'm like, it, babe. Take it back, man. Amen. Come on. Yeah, y'all better know your worth because here's the thing. Guys will take your attention without intention. Mm-hmm. So they may have zero intention of committing to you, but if you're offering them, you know, some benefits without commitment, they're going to take your attention yeah. without zero intention. And I think that's just something you guys have got to be aware of. And that may not even be sex. That may be uh, texting. That may be flirting. That may be just hanging out. They're looking for a buddy to hang out with that night or text or call. But you think, oh, my gosh, he likes me. And it's like, no, he's just getting some freebies from you because you're offering it to him willingly. And so mm-hmm. it's time for y'all to stand up, to know your worth. We don't play games. We don't offer freebies here. You're not getting husband access and privileges as a boyfriend or as a friend yeah and listen i've made i've made so many mistakes i've hurt i've there's some girls out there that i've definitely have hurt before i'm uh, not on purpose but because i was immature and i there's just something in a man's heart when he gets what he wants it's like something clicks where he it, you thought you wanted something and then you get it and you're like oh i guess mm. i i got it and then it's over, and you're like, we all like the chase. That's it, the thing. Moving on, we want to be a voice, and we're still learning. We're not married yet, so we do have some stuff to learn still. But as we're continuing to learn and grow, we will try to help you guys out along the way. But we're not claiming to be experts. We are people that need Jesus desperately, and the only way we overcame a lot of these things is by prayer by accountability, by sacrificing our needs and being like, God, we want what you have for us. And that doesn't come easy. Nobody ever claimed that Christianity and following Jesus is easy. There's a cost to it, but the cost is worth it. Mm. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. If um, you've heard this before, I know everyone's heard this probably before, but if a man does not value marriage in your relationship, he's not going to value it when you are married because he doesn't, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Doesn't put it at a high pedestal. Like it literally says, if I don't treat Janine with respect and honor and love in marriage, that my prayers will be hindered. And that's, I mean, if that's you, serious. It's serious. Yeah, I pray about a lot of things, man. My Cowboys <laughs> got to win on Sunday. You th- well, you're, they're not going how, to. How are the Cowboys going to win if I don't treat you right, man? Yeah, don't forget that in marriage when we're fighting. <laughs> anyway, let's transition. Okay. Okay. Sorry, that was a whole tangent. But I think we, we got we, the title of the podcast. We though. pray we spoke to someone there. Ladies, know your worth and your value. like And know your grace. Gosh. You got so much of it. Grace? Know your grace. Know your limit to grace. No, 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 no. You didn't hear me right. Know, know, your that there, know your grace in the sense of know that there is so much grace. Oh, that's a good word. If, if you messed up yesterday, mm-hmm. grace, 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 and then pick up your mat 
and move forward. Like shame. Jesus says the sh- to the, the woman out. at the well, will at the well, he says, "Go and sin no more." And she picks up, she leaves her little bucket behind of water and goes and tells everyone what Jesus did for her. Mm-hmm. And I do think also on top of that, know your limit of grace to people boundaries because some men they'll keep coming back they'll keep abusing because you keep letting them so yes you know you gotta you know obviously give grace to them and know that god will take care of them but god will take care of them it's not your responsibility and we get it 1 a.m it's different you know friday night you're alone you had a drink 2 a.m saturday you know don't borrow tomorrow's happiness for today's satisfaction Ooh, don't borrow it don't borrow tomorrow's happiness because that ne- I, I hope I said that right, but don't borrow it because the next day it hurts. It hurts so bad. I've had those Sundays, the Sunday scaries mm-hmm. where you're sitting there and it's Sunday night football, you know, and you just got the scaries because it's like you yeah. told yourself that Jake from State Farm was not going to get the peace anymore, you know? <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, we can transition now. That's <laughs> true, though. Yeah, you, ladies, you got to know your worth and your value in Jesus. You got to date him first. I know it sounds cheesy. Let's talk about that one story we were going to talk about where we we're like, let's save this for the podcast. Okay. Um, was it our first kiss story and then our first date story? Yeah, we can we can share the... Uh, we never really went we, into we've this. We've shared the first date story. What was the other one we were talking about that we wanted to share? The birthday story? Oh, yeah. Birthday story is good. I say we... And we, when we said we loved each other. We should do the first kiss story first. Okay. Okay, guys. Let's get into it. Our first kiss story. I licked... Gin- no, I'm kidding. No, okay. Yeah, I remember telling the first kiss story, and I was like, mm, I need Caleb here because you you couldn't defend yourself. Okay. You've told it before? Somewhat. Okay, she lies about the first kiss story. What the heck? Uh, Janine... I didn't lie. ...likes to make our relationship seem like I just pursued her the entire time and she put no effort in. You, that's not true. Blah, 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 That's not true. <laughs> so um, I think we kissed on our fourth date. Yeah. So, guys, the first three dates were so intentional. And Wait, so- let's rewind. Okay. Okay, sorry, really quick. Okay. So I met Caleb... And he's like, yo, I'm moving in three weeks. Blah, blah, blah. I don't talk like we that. Three, I said two weeks. We, two weeks to get to know each other. So we hung out almost every freaking day. Every day was so fun. It was also so like sad. I was like, you're leaving me. And I was also kind of confused because I was like, what am I supposed to do with this guy that's four and a half years younger than me and he's moving away? And so we, it felt like we were like constantly like up and down, up and down. It was like kind of weird. She, I was up. She was down. I was down bad. So... He, from day one, like he said, you said, you were like, I want, you were like, I want to be my girlfriend. And I like panicked. I was you got to like, work on your impression of me. I don't know how to do it. I talk like this. Well, baby, I'm just doing a man's voice. <laughs> so he was like, basically the first week he was like, I want to be official. And I freaked out. I was like, wait a minute. I was not ready. I said that on the first date. No, first week. Okay. First week you were like, I want you to be my girlfriend. Second week. Second week. Yeah. He was trying to lock it down. And the reason why you tried to lock it down is because of what somebody said to you. Can I say his name? No, I probably wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> Tell the story. What? Well, I thought you had a story. I was just trying to rewind a little bit okay. because you were just going straight to the kiss. And I was like, let's okay. rewind. So she, Cause we were still, you know, yes. getting to know each other. She had just gone to my going away party and, um, she had told me at the, after the going away party that she didn't want to date me very long. 
And that meant that was insinuating that I was her husband. And so I'm like, man, we're moving at a fast rate. And, did say that. and and I didn't think that we would kiss when we did. So the, the next day we went on a date. I, I took her to this spot called Barcelona Wine Bar. It was cutie. And it was, it's a, we should go back sometime. We were all dressed up. I know she looked good. You looked good. You were tan. And um, uh, before the date, I told us, I told her, I was like, go get a gift and I'll go get a gift and we'll trade the gifts um, at, uh, on our date. He hated so my gift. I went to Target and I bought a globe. Mm-hmm. I bought a globe and I brought a Sharpie. And uh, so after dinner, we went to the lake and went by, out by the dock and I gave her the, the globe and she loves traveling. And I said, spin the wheel and uh, the globe, you mean? Yes. Yeah, spin, <laughs> spin the globe. We're on the prices, right? <laughs> <laughs> spin the globe and wherever your finger lands on, I'll take you to. And it was like this random country, like, like Marta or something. I think it was like Ethiopia. It, it was something. And it was somewhere we definitely could not go to. Yeah, I was like, that would take yeah. 30 hours to get there. And she legit. So he's like, spin it again. <laughs> legit. She started crying. Okay. I started crying because I always wanted someone to do that for me where they would be like, pack your bags, baby. We're going anywhere you want to go. Of course, when you're Christians and you're not sleeping together, a little more complicated. But I was like, okay, in a year and a half, we can go there. But baby, remember the prophecy about um about Aladdin? This was funny. So we had this prophecy. I think I told this before. One of my friends, she had this prophecy. She was like, hey, does Aladdin like resonate with Caleb at all? We sound so weird when we say stuff like that. I know, but I'm serious. It's real. I know, I know it's real, but we just sound it weird. It sounds weird. I know. We sound like weird Christians. Well, we probably are. <laughs> I'm just admitting it. So anyway, she's like, does Aladdin resonate with Caleb at all? And I was like, I have no idea. I go to Caleb one day. I'm like what's your favorite movie? And he said, oh, it's Aladdin. And I was like, what? So that, it was just so crazy how like the Lord was like, in like the funny small little details. How did she know that? I don't know. Of course, the Lord told her. So your favorite movie is Aladdin. Then you bring me on this date, you spin the globe, and you were literally like Aladdin. I I can can show show you the world. You were Aladdin. Shining blood in a splendor. He didn't even know the words. And you always said that I looked like Jasmine, like I was your Jasmine. So I remember just crying on the date, but I was like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted this. Yeah. And it was cute. She literally, I think I could. I like full on started like crying. I want to find the video. Well, if they're listening, they can't see it. So anyway, we're on this dock. We had, we went to get dinner. It was romantic. And he spins the globe. He writes me a letter and it's literally like, it's been. I think I added up the minutes. Yeah. He was like, it's been how did you it's like 10 days 11 hours 13 seconds and i was like oh boy <laughs> and you were like jay you're literally the most amazing person i've ever met and you're reading this letter to me and you're like i want to travel the world and take you anywhere you want to go oh and i and i bought you a neck pillow oh yeah he did i lost that because i because w- i was like uh, i'm gonna fly out to florida and you're gonna need a neck pillow yeah okay if you're watching youtube here's the you f- need to post this on our junior and caleb account yeah, there's the photo if you're watching youtube of Janine and the Globe. That's so funny. So so I start sobbing because I was like, I literally was like, this is my person. Like, this is my dream man. Yeah. He is going to travel the world with me. That's all I ever wanted. And tell him what I did. All I ever wanted. Tell him what I did. What'd you do? I kissed you. Well, I know. 
So I start crying and he he grabs me in his arms and I look up at him with these like big doe eyes. But again, remember I said this in a previous podcast. I said to myself, I'm not kissing a man until we are official. But it was a little tempting that night because I looked you in the eyes and I was like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and we kissed. She later told me that it wasn't that great of a kiss, but I thought it was magical. <laughs> I thought it was so magical. Okay, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't the best first kiss. I'm so sorry. Let's redo it. No, we're on camera. Come on. Thank God. <laughs> so anyway, we're like kissing. I'm crying. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then to me though, I started panicking because if you kiss somebody to me, I'm like, you're this is real. Married. Like you're like committed. And I started freaking out. I used to think out. that's how you had a baby. That's well, a that's kid. what they told you in high school. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So now you finish the rest. <laughs> um, We kiss. <clears throat> and guys... She didn't like I kissed her. She she enjoyed the kiss because I did. Don't yeah, get me wrong. She kept kissing me a little bit. And um, the next I mean, look at you. The next day, guys, she fully had like a panic attack, started overthinking everything. Mm-hmm. What about this? What about that? And I was like, literally, I panicked. I was like, we're going too fast. This you, is too fast. You cried the next day, too. Didn't we go to brunch that next Went day? Went to brunch the next day. Um, but it was weird. I would freak out, but I would always be like want to hang out well and i bought her flowers as like a goodbye so i drop her off after brunch and i was moving to florida the next day and so i was like this is it and she wrote me a letter um and it was oh yeah she wrote me this letter and i was so excited to read it but the letter was like i don't know what's gonna happen blah 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 i wish you nothing but the best like it's it was it was was like a breakup letter it was the one of the worst it wasn't romantic. It, I remember actually getting the letter and like, <laughs> like throw, putting it in my passenger seat. Sorry. Um, Which you do that with all the letters. Two hours later, I'm packing up and she texts me and is like, actually, I want to see you again. So I drove back over. That's the thing. You would do anything for me. If I was like, I need this, you would have been like, skirt, you speeding <laughs> on the highway, like crashing into people to so get would to it, me. Would it have done me better if I would have said no? No, but I just knew. I like, knew every time I could get with you. Yeah, I was like, I knew if I said jump, you would have been like, "How high, shoddy?" Like, yeah. When do I got to jump? That, yeah, that makes. With your little nose. But if I knew, I knew if I asked you to freaking rub my pinky toe, pinky toe, you'd do it. You, know? you think so? You were down bad too. Yeah. Janine was down bad. Janine, I, I was smitten. Not gonna she lie, she was smitten. The girl's gone through so much. That she had some toxicities that she had to work through in the beginning part Just of our relationship. Just outing me over here. But don't we all? Yeah. Well, we all. Like you we had all. your own shishi because sure. he had been cheated on in the past. So you had some trauma from that. Yeah. But yeah, we all have some random red flags yeah, or yellow sure. flags. Yeah. Okay. So that was our first kiss story. Let's talk about the time that you and I said, I love you. Oh. So yours is at Alexis's wedding. Alexis's. Okay. Okay. I didn't think I said I love you. This is where we, I think, miscommunicated because I told her that I was falling for her. Yeah. And I didn't realize that meant I love you. But when did you say I love you? How did so, I forget? How did I forget about so this? So think about this for a second, and I'll explain that story. We weren't official yet. We were about two months in. We went to our friend's wedding, and in between, it was right before like the full reception was about to start. Him and I, he was like, let's sneak off. So we snuck off at our friend's wedding and we sat outside and you basically were like, Jay, like I am falling for you. I was still panicked at this point. We weren't official yet. 
Were we yeah. official? I don't think so. No, you told me to basically ask you whenever. Yeah, because I wanted it to be done in like a cute little way. And you were like, I'm falling for you. I want to be with you. And then I was like, okay, this is getting serious. And then I don't remember when you said you love me. Was it in a letter? Actually, no, I think I remember now. You, t- you, um, so believe it or not, I knew nothing about Janine's past when we started dating. No, I told you on the third date, but no, it was not but that you much. Didn't, you didn't tell me that, that much in detail. Yeah. And I also, I didn't really care. Um, and so you opened up about everything a few months into the relationship. and I When think, we were at my house? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's when I told you I love you and I, like, I would never mm. hurt you or something like that. I said, I think when I told you I love you, I was like, hey, I don't want you to say it back, but I want you to know I love you. And blah, wow. blah. I think that's when it happened. And then it was 9 the 20, and that was a very special date for me. And that was the day that I looked at you and you were like, you would basically ask me to be your girlfriend already. And I was like, I'm not ready yet. And then finally on that date, which was like, oh, sounds cheesy. It was a prophetic date for me. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at you and I was like, all right, I'm ready to be your girlfriend. And you were like, so I can ask you? And I was like, yeah. I was like, we can be official. And so we didn't really do anything. You didn't do like a big girlfriend ask. But you had already been spoiling me the whole first two and a half months. Yeah, she was like, you can do it in a cute way. And I, and I think I was like. You're like, I flew out to Orlando. I was like, you can just say yes. (laughs) So I did. Then your birthday rolled around. You want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. She was supposed to go to a a different birthday party Mm -hmm. in Mexico. And so I remember being back in Dallas and uh, watching Oklahoma State was actually playing that Saturday. And she ended up not going to Mexico and surprising me on my birthday it was the most like surprised I've ever been in like my my entire life, and uh, well, it was so funny because my friends were actually there. Sorry, I'm actually about to look up the Q and A questions. Um, my friends were in Mexico, so I would be like, "Hey, send me photos of like the beach." So I would send it to him. I sent old photos of me in Cabo to pretend I was there. Meanwhile, the whole time I was like baking a cake for him. And trying to figure out my surprise plan. I was texting your roommate being like, okay, I'm coming over. That doesn't even feel like a like that was even, that happened. It feels like forever I, ago. It felt like we were so immature. Like so we immature. Barely knew each other. Didn't yep. trust each other. We were Guys, like new, new in. If, you th- if, you're in. if you're in like the beginning stages of your relationship, just know that it changes so much and it gets way better. Like if you're in the honeymoon phase three, th- six months in, just know in a year if you guys are healthy, if you both are both are in a healthy position, your relationship gets better. It it does. Don't let anyone tell you. Well, it should with the, the right honeymoon person. phase is over and it's gonna get harder. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, it's gonna get hard, but you your relationship gets so much deeper and it gets. So if you don't trust each other now in the beginning part of a relationship, you're a month or two months in. Um, it's not that you don't trust them, but you don't trust them with your heart. Just give yourself like grace and and patience and know that it does get better. Amen. That's so good. So the birthday. So basically I surprise him with a cake. I need to post this video because I have a whole video of me like making the cake and I show up. I knock on his door. He opens the door and he's like, what are you doing? Like he could not believe me. He's like, what are you doing here? Anyway, we're watching OSU and who's playing? I don't remember. OSU versus somebody. And I'm sitting on the couch. I have this video and you look at me and you're like, thanks so much, babe, for surprising me. And I said, you're welcome. And I said something like, I just love you. And you literally freaked out. You were like, did you just? And I said, yeah, I love you. And you like freaked out and you just like grinned. And 
Well, I thought when you said that, when you said that, I was like, we're getting married like in three months. Because you told me you wouldn't tell me that you love me until you knew that I was the one. Yeah. And um, of course, we, we broke up a week later. No, we did not. Yeah, we did. It was a week later. No, it was not. Yeah, it was. Really? Yeah. That was a Lord 20, help me. 20 se- well, it was, t- it was 10 days later. Yeah. But um, I even, like, you said it, and I think you said it in, like, the reality of those words, like, really set in. And, uh, and yeah. It's a big responsibility. Yeah, I, I did not date perfectly. I, I, uh, I recommend not saying you love each other until, like, six months. Six to nine months, I think, until you... Until you know that he could ask for permission to your father, I just think that... I agree. Even if you do love each other, I think we would... If I could go back, I wouldn't have told you that I loved you. I agree. And honestly, that was typically my rule before is I was like, hey, wait to say I love you as long as possible. And who knows? We're mar- we're getting married now, so like it worked out. But yeah. I think we would have just saved each other a lot of just like paranoia mm-hmm. and just like moving too quickly. I agree. I think and there's I, some insecurity in like speeding things up in a relationship because you're afraid to lose them or something. Well, yeah. And I also think that sometimes you'll, you'll like, if you're fighting, you'll be like, well, this is confusing why we're fighting because yeah. you said you loved me. And it yeah. just, it kind of complicates things. Yes. And I've told people like in the past with boundaries, like I would wait to say that as long as possible too. Um, I guess we didn't wait that long. I guess I waited like three months. What's up? Thank you. Looks so good. Thanks, baby. Um, so yeah, that was this time, the time that we said, I love you. Now we're going to answer questions, some questions. Okay. This is a fun question. Compare and contrast the families you guys came from. What is the vibe on each <laughs> That's side? That's question. so good. Do you want me to say mine first or you want to say You can yours? go ahead. Okay. So mine is like, it's hard to explain. So I have three older, or excuse me, two older sisters and a younger brother, 11 months apart from me. I have uh, a mom, a stepdad, uh, a dad, a stepmom. But then I have my aunt and uncle, and they all have four kids of themselves. And we're, me and the cousins were so close. Um, we did everything together growing up. We're like super, like we love our Thanksgiving. We love our Christmas. We love our college football. We love our traditions. Uh, I mean, we're we're like... You're like a, a classic, like American, like mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. in the sense of like everyone's Christian, like pretty much. Um, it's it's kind of just everybody's really my family's like very just they're all achievers. Like we got lawyers, we have physical therapists, we have teachers nurses. and nurses. And I'm like the oddball when I like dropped out of college and traveled around. Yeah. And so like I'm like the only one who like left Oklahoma um, but my family is like an ex- like they're all so loyal to each other. Don't have a ton of friends, but we are, we have such a big family, and we're all just so intertwined and connected into each other's lives. Oh, um, very intertwined. Yeah, very intertwined. Yeah. Um, I will say your family is also very punctual yeah. and very organized, and I appreciate that so much. Yeah, because that is the literal opposite of my family. Your family is a wild bunch. So, but I love are you it. done talking about your family? Okay. You, you like my family? Yeah, I love Good. your family. So my family, because my parents are immigrants, um, just very chaotic. 
some half of us, I would say, are very punctual, very on time. Half of us, very late, always chaos growing up. So fun. We're loud. We talk over each other. There's seven kids total. Now there's six nieces and nephews. Um, the only thing that's kind of a bummer is because my parents are immigrants, none of our distant is it distant family mm -hmm. extended family lives here so it's really just my immediate family and spouses and nieces and nephews um it's chaos like like this year we tried to figure out where my family was going for christmas took, like five took us literally five months to figure out where we were going now we're actually going to alaska which i'm really excited about but it's so hard to find a house to figure out the finances we it's just messes left and right everyone's we have to figure out calendars of who's cooking who's fun in here and we're just not nearly as like punctual as your family and even for the wedding it's funny his sisters and his mom like they were texting me three months ago hey i'm ordering my dress for the wedding I literally got my mom's dress with her yesterday and we're getting married in five days. My family is super last minute. All my siblings have been ordering stuff super last minute. So big difference, but we love them. And your family like eats so late at night. Yeah. They um, always done that since we were kids. Um, they, but we love big. We yeah. love each other. Yeah. We're very tight knit. You guys travel a lot more than my family. My family. Okay. That's something my parents instilled in us is travel Ever since we were young, we always would travel and we would do road trips. And I think that's something my family will never lose. So every Christmas so far in the last four, three years, we've traveled. We did Montana, Seattle, Austin, and this year we're doing Alaska. I'm super excited. Alaska's going to be so fun. But our families, they're, the first time they're actually meeting is at the wedding, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. This it's going nice. to be so fun. Are you guys allowing kids at your wedding or do you think that wedding should be kidless? They should be kidless, but we are nice to our family members yeah. who have kids that can bring their kids other than that no kids yeah no kids besides our family members but his nephew and my nephew are the ring bears and my two nieces are the flower girls mm -hmm. and like some of our our relatives they have like one-year-old babies like we're not going to be like leave your baby at home like yeah. we know they have to breastfeed the whole situation um you're at the altar and they're like breastfeeding i hope not they're like, you can hear the pumping machines <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what's that noise <laughs> what would wasting and rushing the engagement season look like yeah, I think rushing an engagement is getting engaged quicker than you want to. So, like, if your significant other wants to wait nine months and you want to wait three months, and then so you you um, you 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 really want to wait, and it feels uncomfortable to do it this quickly. Mm -hmm. um, that's when it's rushed. It's only rushed when you feel like it's rushed, because ultimately. There's nowhere in the Bible does it say you need to have, because you, yeah. you see it, wedding planners will like be like, you have to wait 12 months, 15 months because you can't. It's like, they're all going to tell you stuff. But yeah. Like, our wedding planner. Awesome. She so, never shamed us for no. the She's six like, month you time. You do six months. Great. She's like, great. Let's make it happen. I would also say wasting it would just be not being proactive. Like if you're just kind of twiddling your thumbs and you're not really prepping for marriage and you're not prepping for yeah. the future like this is the season where you're like okay well you've you've put a ring on my finger let's talk about finances let's talk about sex let's talk yeah. about you know boundaries with significant or other people or with family members like this is the time when you lay it all on the table i think if you're not really trying to think about prepping for the future and the rest of your life not just for a day that seems like a waste not doing premarital not going through the books yeah. not asking the hard questions yeah i agree um I think that, but also like it's your wedding, your timeline. So do what feels right. But if you need more time so that you can save up more, because y'all, we know they're weddings expensive. are expensive. We've and been saving. Way more. 
We've been saving for so long. I've been saving for so long because they're expensive. So don't rush it just because you want to have sex. That's the worst idea. If you literally cannot wait, we understand, but try to practice self-control because you don't want to like not have your dream wedding just because you can't wait to have sex or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. What does a, um, here's a funny question. What is your child? What is your children going to look like? Oh my God. We have no idea. That's going to be so interesting because my sister, she looks like me. She's tan. She has brown hair, brown eyes, blah, blah, blah. She has a blonde hair, blue eyed baby, but that's because my dad was blonde hair and blue eyes as a kid. Cause he's German. And then also like your grandma's blonde. Your mom has blue eyes. Like we literally don't know. And my dad's side has all blue eyes. My mom's side is more Guatemalan. So there's a lot of um, brown hair. That's the dominant gene as well. Brown eyes. It could really be anything and i'm kind of excited it's like it's like a fun little gamble i cannot wait to have a kid like i literally i can't wait i'm so excited indoor outdoor wedding so we actually have the reception and the ceremony indoors but the cocktail hours outdoors and we have a pickleball court we never talked about it yeah yeah you guys will see all the details in our wedding pictures are you guys gonna have alcohol at your weddings and how do you handle people being drunk So, yes, we will have alcohol, but ultimately, you just can't control people. Like, you've got to let people do what they do. You can't try to forcefully, you know, tell people you can't do this. And, like, honestly, people will find a way around it. I've been to so many weddings where someone had, like, a two-drink limit, and I know people that literally had flasks, and they were taking shots in the bathroom, and they're whipping it out. Like, if people want to drink, they will find a way. You just can't control people. So, we will have alcohol. We don't – none of our friends are, like, really crazy – um, and I don't think it'll be a cuckoo wedding. This question is making me mad. I've seen it so many times. What is it? Why such a short engagement? It's like at a certain point, why do you care so much? And also what's like, like I, Hey, and let me, let me say something. Okay. So we know Christian influencers. We know non-Christian, we know regular influencers. We know, um, all spectrums of people. And I don't get I get you put your lives out there to be criticized or whatever, but I don't know why other people's decisions and what they want to do, why people like take it so personally and want to want to um, make people feel bad. I'm thinking about a specific couple that we know that gets so much Mm -hmm. hate. Yeah. And you see it a lot in the Christian space that people are so, they're invested, but they're, they're they're so opinionated and they yeah. and they're self righteous, and that's not our core base. It's not our core community of people who follow and listen. So don't hear me that. But there's this core select group of people who follow, who watch, who listen, and only want to criticize, to, to criticize and attack. Yeah. And I'm not taking that question personally, but I but I am just like, well, that's the question we've gotten the most. I just I don't I don't get why 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 people care. And I don't get why people will attack somebody because they're either cringy on who think they're cringy online or who think that their life is perfect because they have this or that. And it's just like it makes me literally like it, if you you'll feed the flame if like we go online and we talk about it, if we yeah. like go defend our friends or do this. But I want to literally go online and flame people who come after our friends because mm-hmm. I just get so freaking it's annoying ticked off because like you don't know them and they're real yeah. humans and just because they put their lives on display I think people think that like 
oh, I can, it, you know, you're setting yourself up for it. But I don't know. It's, I'm going to no, it's it. so true. And and I do think like we this. OK, that, yeah, we get the same three questions over and over about like purity and are we living together? And then like, why such a short engagement? I've addressed this so much, but I just don't know why it bothers people. To me, a six month engagement is normal. Like you would not believe the amount of couples we know that have gotten married in six months. And again, we are waiting for everything also, for marriage. When you are not married and maybe you're already sleeping together, you already live together. Yeah, it makes sense. Why rush to get married? You're, you're, there's nothing really new that you're necessarily doing for us. It's completely new. So we're really excited to start our lives. And I've mentioned this before, but the holidays are literally right around the corner. We wanted to be married before the holidays, before my, I have a big launch coming out next year. The timing was perfect for us. And also 11 to 12 is a very important date as yeah. well. Well, last thing I want to say, the other question we get a ton, uh, does Caleb feel weird about moving into your house? And cause you know, we're going to be living in, in this house and Janine, you know, has this house that's, you know, has some bedrooms and it's just funny. It's like, why would, why would I like, why would that be even, I get it. Maybe I don't it's, get why it's that's not so weird. traditional in some senses. Maybe the girls used to move into a guy's house. You know, I think for most guys, when you're in your, I met her when I was 23, you know, when you're living with your bros when you're 23. And, uh, and so no, I don't one I don't feel uncomfortable, but that's not who I'm with. I'm not with somebody who would make me feel smaller or less than because she has a house and I didn't. Um, you know, we have different things that the other doesn't bring to the table. Yeah. Um, then that's just life. Um, and so it it may be non-traditional, but it's like, honestly, like who cares? Like I've had so many people be like, where's Caleb going to move into when you guys get married? I'm like, obviously not the trash can. Like where else is he going to move? He's going (laughs) to move into my house. Yeah. And I think it's just interesting. Like, I think people are judgmental towards that, but I'm like, for what? Like I have this house and it may not be typical what people do, but like he's my husband. We are becoming one. Everything becomes one. And it's not going to be like, no, this is my thing. And that's your thing. It's like, we share this all together. You help me out so, so much. Like you're my, you're my partner. You do everything together. That's what's surprising is how many relationships are tit for tat. Yeah. You take this thing, I take this thing. Or they have separate bank accounts. It's like, no, this is my money and that's your money. We don't want to do our marriage like that. We want to genuinely become one as Christ has called us to be. And and to be completely transparent and frank, like, yeah, Jay is older than me. She's had more like life and head start on different things. But it's like when I'm 40 or 50 and I've done different things in the business world, that's hers too. It's like... if we do this thing now, we're going to do it when we're 40 or 50 war. Yeah. I worked for this before we got married. So now it's not yours. It's like, eventually I'm going to do something outside of her. He has some big dreams. Yeah. Too. Like he's not, he, you are a successful man. You will continue to be successful. And I completely agree. That's not a good mindset to be like, like, obviously we know I'm a YouTuber, like YouTubers tend to, you know, have more success at a certain age than most people because this job is very abnormal. But does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, does that sound bad to say? No, I think that's fine. So, but that doesn't mean that he's not contributing or, or still helping out. Like he does so much, and he helped me in so many other ways too. Yeah, and I get a lot. Oh, do we want to answer this? A, I, a lot of people have been asking what I do for a living. Yeah, let's answer it. We answer? should just do, we should just title this. Let's talk about the things people have been asking. Yeah, address yeah. the things people want to know. Um, so I for until you know a couple months ago, I have been. I've worked so many different types of jobs, but I was always in sales and marketing um, my whole life. I was, 
when I, you know, finished high school. And so from high school, I've been working my tail off. I didn't go to college. I found myself in some really awesome situations. Um, Climbed the corporate ladder at a couple of different organizations. And uh, Janine and I just got to a point in, um, in our engagement where we were like, okay, like I could keep going to the office every day or I could we could partner together and there's a couple of things that I want to do personally in the coming years that would require me to quit my job. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, go full time with each other, focus more on the podcast, focus more on a lot of our dreams and also for me to support her. Cause you know, there's a lot of things within her life that as a husband or as a man that I'm going to need to manage and look after her and uh, financially like come alongside and make sure everything, all the ducks are in a row. So that's just, a full-time job in and of itself. It it's a lot. It's a lot of conversations. It's a lot of de-escalation. It's a lot of meetings. Uh, but I'm also finishing something I never got to do because I was working. And uh, since high school, um, I wanted to finish up my degree. And um, we both got together and prayed and brought in community. And like, yeah. um, realized it's the best decision that for our family in the future, you never you never know, you know what can happen. And so I, I'm doing online school as well, finishing up my degree. Um, it's going to be focusing more on that when we're after we're married too. And, yeah. Um, well, also so. I think like, I mean, a lot of you guys probably, if you follow YouTubers and stuff, like you've seen that typically, you know, the wife, she has this big YouTube channel or whatever, and people don't realize how time consuming this job is and how, uh, how many, many moving parts there are. I'm not saying this is a hard job. I'm just saying it's a time consuming job. You were up till midnight last night doing things, I mean, you know, deadlines yeah. and. Yes. And I think that's the other thing is people don't understand behind the scenes of like how much time this takes. And like, I don't think our relationship would be healthy if Caleb was gone every single day for six, seven, eight hours, probably more than that. And I was gone or, and I was just here, like I need his help. And I think for us to flourish, I think we need to conjoin. And I don't think that we're conjoining every aspect or certain things I still do that are just mine. And he does things that are his own, but there's so many things that you've even contributed. You've come in and I've been like, I would never been able to do this by myself. And I just feel like people, I think often shame the man for coming in and partnering with the wife. And it's like, Oh, he's working for her. Quote unquote. That's not true. Again, we're becoming one. This is our thing now. And like, yes, you weren't in this before, but you've come in and you've helped me now. And still, yes, it's might be my thing, but like you are benefiting and helping so much. And you're supporting me. Like there's something specifically in my life that I'm working towards that I, I can't share or that I don't, at least I don't want to talk about until I'm doing or it. there. Yeah. Um, but she's supporting me and she's supporting me. I have this dream of something that I want to do and, um, it's going to take some time and effort and years to do it. And you know, she wants to support me and yeah. that's, that's the thing. I know so many couples where I know, uh, for instance, uh, one couple, she's a doctor or she's a nurse and her husband came home and was just like, I'm miserable. Like I'm miserable in my job. And that's probably some of you guys, you guys might be married or maybe you're the woman or maybe you're the man and you're miserable in your job and you go to your significant other and like, I just need to quit. I, I need to do something that I love that I'm passionate about. And I know so many couples are like, I'm going to support you. Yeah. You can quit and we'll, we'll figure this thing out. Well, also I feel like I want you to be happy and like you were very miserable in your job. And I feel like, is that okay to say? Yeah, it was, you maybe context. It was an hour drive there in traffic and an hour back. And you're you know, sitting at a desk. You were trying to sign doctors while man while doing all the stuff still with you. Yeah, 
obviously as your partner, like I didn't want you going to your job every single day, not being happy because you weren't very happy there. I don't want you just because for the sake of you saying that you have a job for you to go to work every day and be miserable. Yeah. And so I also knew that we are better together. And I, the amount of couples I know where the man has kind of come in and partnered the woman, her business has thrived because of her partner. Literally yesterday at Boho Med Spa, she started the whole company. Her husband now helps her and that's why they're thriving. Yeah. And so I think times have changed where, you know, we're, we're able to be a little bit more malleable in our careers and what we do. And it doesn't need to be so linear and traditional of what people expect. And I think God can work in so many different ways. And like, I would not be as nearly successful without you. Oh. So way to go, baby. It's also fun working with your best friend. Yeah. It's hard. It has its challenges. I'll say we also do have to have some boundaries yeah, within that sure. too, which yeah. we can share down the road. We're not married yet. Like it's gonna look way it's gonna be gonna look way different when we get married. Yeah. I saw someone earlier, it was like, um, why are Christian influencers so cringy? That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I hope we're not cringy. I hope we're not either. I think that's always been our goal is we were like, Oh, we don't want to be cringy Christians. I think inevitably that's gonna happen. It's no. gonna happen. You put your life out there to a certain degree. You're also people don't understand. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I also just think that there's a lot of verbiage in Christian needs that we might use that to non-believers. They may be like, what the heck yeah. are you saying? And I know it sounds weird. I think when you hear say like, oh, we're saved by grace and we're waiting for marriage for the covenant, like all these verbiage. Purity culture. Purity, oh. like we're saying all these things that people are probably like, what freaking weirdos? I think it's just because there's a lot of um, misunderstandings around it. And if you're not probably raised in this like we've been raised christians so to us this is so normal if you're maybe an outsider looking in or you haven't been you know grown up in the christian culture a lot of it's going to be very abnormal and strange and you're like y'all are so weird and it's the path less traveled so if you look at culture you look at tiktok and other podcasts like this isn't what people do so i think inevitably it's going to be a little cringy and vulnerability can sometimes be cr cringy and to get anywhere in content or this space you have to be vulnerable especially with your life you have to be willing to post some things that you're like oh this could be weird yeah there's been a lot of things that we post so we're like is this weird and then it ends up being great and then mm -hmm. vice versa um so i think but i do think that something that janine honestly like helped me a ton with was very early on when we went live i was like don't let me i'm not gonna come in here like i don't post much on my personal account um i do occasionally but like, I was like, I don't want to come in here too hot and heavy with like thinking I'm like this person with the platform. I think once you start acting like you have a platform, it gets for a guy specifically. I think guys can be more cringy in this space than maybe even girls. Mm. Um, and so I think it's just kind of reading the room is how to avoid cringy Christianity. And also we're probably going to be cringy. Yeah. Like, sorry. Like we, we always are like, we replay these things. We're like, oh, that was cringy. We know we're going to be, but also like especially as Christianity is not popular to the world, we're going to look cringy. And there's a know. few of you who just like are our biggest supporters and we're just like, I'm yeah. with y'all. Thank you guys. Okay. When does Caleb officially move in? So you'll move in right after the honeymoon. So yeah. we're going to St. Lucia for our honeymoon. Like I said, we'll already be on it when this comes out. It's going to be so, so weird crazy getting home from the honeymoon. I know. And we're going to try to decorate for Christmas today because we want to come back and have decorations already up. And we moved it's in. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. The that comment, was good. The comments are going to be like, Caleb's in actually. That was singer. good. When Caleb was on his bachelor weekend, which that was fun. You did your bachelor weekend. I completely cleaned out the house and I moved in a lot of his stuff. So you'll be moving in officially after the honeymoon. 
the next question really fast is, are we nervous for the wedding day? I am not. I think I'm a little nervous something's going to go wrong. I'm nervous someone's going to forget something. I'm nervous someone's going to crash our wedding, which is why I've been private about the date. I'm nervous you're going to get pregnant. What? What? No, we can't. <laughs> Stop, baby. I'm also, I think I'm anxious for when I walk down the aisle. Yeah. That's going to be so crazy. Dude, I'm going to be crying. I hope you like my dress. I hope I do too. <gasps> oh my gosh. I, I think what? I'm going to like it. Yeah. I think you'll like it because you like my style. Yeah. I'm not nervous. You're I'm more just like excited. You're going to look hot. Thanks, baby. I really want to get the male audience up on this podcast. So like if you're a girl right now listening and your boyfriend doesn't listen, they, they your boyfriend should always watch the podcast of me and you. Your relationship will prosper. Thoughts on prenups. Do you want to you talk about that? Um, We're not doing a prenup. Yeah. And we don't have any plans on getting divorced. So no, we will not. We will be dying together. We will not be getting divorced. Yeah. And I know some haters want to see us get divorced. I get some of those comments. I just feel like they're not going to make it. People, I saw one comment that it was like, um, I can just tell he uh, he's going to cheat on you or something like that. No, and he did not. It's just like. That's crazy. Yeah, it's dude. crazy. Janine and I will never divorce. We're not getting a divorce. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's end on this and let's drop the T, but be kind. Okay. Have you had any drama with friends while planning a wedding? Have you lost any friends? Ooh. Well, we just took a short break and um, I didn't realize how crooked the camera was. So sorry about that. Okay, friend drama. I had some and everyone- I don't feel like you did. I, it wasn't, you know, I did a little bit. I had some friends like upset or had some people think they were going to be bridesmaids. Um, there was some things I just heard through the grapevine. I only had probably one real tough conversation other than that, could have been worse. Wasn't that bad. Um, we had more family situations than yeah. anything. Both of us did. Um, Other than that, not too bad. My, um, I don't feel like I had any family situations. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had one, but it wasn't that big of a deal. All of them weren't that big of a deal, yeah. but we didn't lose any friends per no. se. I no, feel like I the, the, one. The, the problem I had was I have so many guy friends. Like, I have... I mean, you saw my bachelor party. I had like 18 guys there and that wasn't even. That wasn't including the Dallas guys That wasn't here. included. Like I have, I have individual relationships with all my, like all my guy friends. And that, cause that makes it hard. Cause usually like you can have a big friend group and people won't be but her. But because I have an individual relationship with everybody, it's harder to not include yeah. people. Um, and so, yeah, that, that, that was difficult. I probably have too many groomsmen. Um, but it, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. Other than that, no, I, I think there's only one person that maybe my friendship shifted, but not anything too crazy. I didn't have drama, drama, but more just like harder conversations. And then I did hear through the grapevine, some people's feelings getting hurt, which was never my intention. But you know, when you're choosing bridesmaids, like you really want to make sure those are the people that are like your ride or die in your life forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. What do you feel like people will leave thinking about our wedding i think uh, hopefully my prayer is that they leave being like that was so fun we know how in love they are and i really genuinely am praying that people feel the presence of god during the ceremony that's really what i want like Mm -hmm. we've talked about fasting and praying before the wedding so that people feel the presence of god i think people are like that was so fun we had a blast we loved janine and caleb the food is good the food from vestals if if the food's not good at a wedding you always hear about it yeah, I remember one wedding I went to. 
it's crazy. Everyone's like, it doesn't matter. I remember so. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, okay. One other person asked us, do we have sponsors for the wedding? And we thankfully do. Yes. The whole wedding is not sponsored, but we do have a lot of sponsors. We have partnerships. I don't like using the word partners. Sponsors. Sparters. Spartners. <laughs> we have partners. And some of them are just like discounts. Like yeah. we're still paying. Um, but thankfully, some people were very generous to us. And we're really so grateful for that. Yeah. And the, that's the only difficult part is like just because you have um, partnerships or whatever uh, doesn't mean like, yeah, it's free or it's discounted at a good price. But there's a lot of work on the back end of posting and creating the content and then responsibility you have to the business. Um, so that's been a full time job in and of itself is uh, all the deliverables with with the wedding. Um, yeah, that's that's been a little honestly, stressful. I'm a big like go elope. I think if I had if I had to do it back, if I know what I know now, I'm really? so glad we're getting married. But I think I would have, I would have had a more of a serious conversation about grabbing our closest family and closest friends and going to like. Now I'm so excited. Our wedding's gonna be unbelievable. But I think I would have had that conversation a little more. Okay, it's just so expensive. It is expensive, but I just cannot imagine like not having. All yeah. of our favorite people. Which is why ultimately, I feel like the, every guy like, says that. I think this is my dream. Well, I think every, we have 200 people coming to our yeah. wedding. I, I feel like every guy says that and ultimately will defer to whatever the wife wants. Obviously, it totally depends on your, your budget, your dreams, whatever. I would so be down to do an in- international wedding as well. But I think I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, obviously, you need to decide like your guest list because the more people you have, the more expensive. Um, but we have 200 people coming. Yeah. One and la- sorry to interrupt you. What? One last question. What? Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keep going. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> okay. All right. One last question. Erica is asking what the attire is for the rehearsal dinner. Baby. <laughs> it's cocktail attire. Cocktail attire. <laughs> but yeah, I would say eloping. Like, obviously, if you're just like wanting a more private thing and your finances are different. Um, I would say definitely consider it. Pick a beautiful spot or even pick it locally. It doesn't really matter. It really is just up to what you guys want. Truly. Like, don't ever think about what other people want. Like, this is about you and your relationship, your marriage and your partner. And Mm -hmm. I honestly knew I'm such a people person. I love people. I love big events. I don't think I could ever have it any other way. And that was actually hard creating the guest list because we had so many people that we both wanted. Yeah. So everyone that's supposed to be there is there. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's kind of freaking so excited. Just a couple Sunday. people couldn't make it. Sunday, bro. Are you guys in different spiritual levels? <laughs> yeah, she's up here. I'm up there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not different spiritual levels. I do think no. I read the Bible more than you, though. I think I pray more than and you. And you pray more than I do. Yeah. We've always known that, though. I I hate reading. I I, I like it. I read today. So like, I read today. And then I was done. She reads and then she analyzes and she does this. Thing. I like journal through it. I just read it and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, great. You know, yeah. I learned a lot. And now but you I'm, pray more. Yeah. I now do. I'm going to go like find God in the spiritual realm in my closet. <laughs> you know, you're going to go like have your little <laughs> mat and candles. Also, in I don't live. I don't have like a house that like is home. And so like it is, it's a little harder to create that safe, that safe space. Okay, did we have a, like did we ever have different opinions on the wedding? Like did we fight about anything on the wedding? Like things yeah. that we both wanted? Yeah, probably. Like what? Um I think I mean the first 
not argument, first disagreement was the wedding venue, but we eventually yeah, I, I wanted agreed. The, I wanted the venue that we chose. The first venue Wait, I no, went no, no, and tried. No, 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 no. The you, first venue. Yeah, I wanted the first venue. Because it had a pool, and I was thinking about doing like a clear stage over the pool. It was going to be so sick. But the overall vibe was just not it. And I didn't get that feeling. Yeah. The second venue, and the one we picked, is the. Actually, I looked at other ones, but we slightly. We disagreed. chose over FaceTime. Yeah, it was we, we didn't even crazy. visit it. Yeah, over That's FaceTime. Nutty. Otherwise, we didn't. We maybe disagreed a little bit on the guest list. Other than that, I did more of the design. Like, I picked the flowers, the table decor, candles. We disagreed on budget. We did disagree on that. But that's also because I knew with our guest list, it wouldn't be realistic. But we, re- y'all, I swear, we try to keep the budget lower. And weddings are expensive. All these little hidden things you don't even think about. We're about to be married. I know. I know. I'm, like, so excited. Four days tomorrow. Yeah. Man. I really I want to know how like it's gonna change our relationship, like what how how different it's gonna feel. No pun intended. Baby, stop! What? what? Quit that! What? I didn't say anything. Also, just for y'all to know, we will be posting like at the wedding. We have a content creator, and they're gonna be posting at the wedding, so we'll have all the content up pretty fast. But during our honeymoon, we'll be trying to relax, try to get off a little bit. But I also, you know. I think we'll still post this. I'm still going to be posting a smidge because, yeah. like, it's going to be a little hard for me not to. Bro, we, I, we have. I, and I love my job. Bro, we love our people. Yeah. Like, we we literally um, have the best job in the world, but also, like, we love if we can help you guys along your journey and your spiritual walk. Yeah. But also, like, your love story. Not only your love story, but your job story, your you know, all the stories, all the things you're going through. Like we want to come alongside of you and in this influencing social media content, there's so much garbage that we, we want to be your ABC family in the 2004. We want to be your full house. Like we want to be your friends. We want to be your, you know, Seinfeld, you know, we want to be that for you. Are we that? I hope so. Me too. So yeah, that'll be crazy to get back from the wedding and then chit chat about that. I think that's going to be really, really fun. Honestly, I've enjoyed wedding planning. There was definitely some stressful moments. I'm not going to lie. We're in the last week. There's still so many random things left to do. Um, But overall, I enjoyed it. I'm really glad I didn't do this longer, to be honest. I think a year-long engagement, I just, I don't think I would have enjoyed that. And it's kind of crazy that it's almost over. That's, like, really crazy. I know. Once, like, Friday hits, I'm not going to see you much. That's it. It's going to be so fun, y'all. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for being a part of this journey. I'm about to be Mrs. Ward. Let's go. Come on. I'm about to be, uh, I guess my name's not really changing much, but I'm about to have, you know, a couple. I think I'll start growing back hair after we get married. That's how you Please know. Please don't. That's how you know I'm becoming a man. I'm about to wax that thing off. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that. <laughs> I might get my first uh, hair on my armpit. Oh, I'm becoming baby. a man. Stop. He has hair hair in his armpit a little too much, actually. (laughs) Thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for being along this journey. We've been sharing from the beginning when we went public, when we shared our engagement. Who's at my house? I don't know. I might need to answer that. Hold on. All right. It's just me and you guys. Okay. So while Janine's away, I just thought I would sit here, talk about how much I love her. Janine, she's the best. Like, we have so much fun. Dude, you want to be with somebody and it's okay, maybe if you don't, you know, maybe some relationships are different, but you want to be with somebody who um, you guys have the same, like, 
Like they say opposites. Jenny, stay over there. I'm talking. I'm talking one on one right now. You stay over there. They a lot of people say opposites attract. I really believe that you want to have things in common that you like doing together. Life's more fun that way. Life's more fun when you go to the grocery store together. Life's more fun. That's where it's spent. Target. What are you saying? Target. Now? Ultimately, Target will define your relationship because men, you know, your girl loves Target. Okay. It's How true. you handle those circumstances? I love going to Target. So I think that's the question. Do you love God? Yes. That's that's the first question. The second question is, do you love Target? Because if he doesn't love Target, he probably doesn't like, you know, coffee. Okay? Huh? If he doesn't love Target, he probably he probably doesn't open your car door. Y'all, this is what happens when I leave. What is, what that, is that's happening? My, that's my bold take. If he doesn't love Target, I worry that he doesn't love open, you? open your door. I just think it's a shove. Every man knows. Every guy knows he has to go to Target with his girl. And if you go to Target and he doesn't let you go to the home goods section... I think you should reevaluate. You, don't, you it. don't let me go there. What are you talking about? You I, yank me away every single I time. I let you browse. No, you yank me away every time. No. Mm-hmm. I go, come on, sweetie. But I know that ultimately. <laughs> Financially, it's probably smarter that I don't, though. Ultimately, I give you a time limit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm never leaving the podcast again. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to wrap this up. This is a longer episode. I'm serious. So, y'all, thank you for following my journey. I cannot believe we're almost here. Your girl is finally getting married. It's about dang time. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thank you for all your encouragement. I've gotten so many DMs this week with prayers, encouragement, just being excited for us means the world to me and more content to come soon. And do, more fun, special announcements. No, babe, this is how you talk. He does this with his hands. Okay, guys. Love thank y'all. you for watching, viewing, subscribing, and just supporting us. Yep. We love you. We're praying for you. DM, Pray for us, please. DM us. And uh, one day we're going to get everyone together in one room. We're going to And we're going to do party. a live podcast. And it's going to be so much fun. Yep. We love you. We thank you. You guys are the best. See you. See you. We'll be seeing you from St. Lucia. St. Lucia. That's all we ever wanted. Follow along. Bye, bye. bye guys. Stay happy and healthy. <laughs>